Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The world loses a soccer legend. Your news update and we review 2022 on this edition of Arbitrage News Weekend starting right now. Hello and welcome to Arbitrage News Weekend for December 31st, 2022. I'm Joshua Stark. Happy New Year's Eve, y'all. Pele, the Brazilian king of soccer who won a record three World Cups and became one of the most commanding sports figures of the last century, died Thursday. He was 82. The standard bearer of the beautiful game had undergone treatment for colon cancer since 2021. The medical center where he had been hospitalized for the last month said he died of multiple organ failure as a result of the cancer. Pele changed everything. He transformed the football into art, entertainment. Neymar, a fellow Brazilian soccer star, said on Instagram, Football and Brazil elevated their standing thanks to the king. He is gone, but his magic will endure. Pele is eternal. Stocks fell in afternoon trading in Wall Street Friday as major indexes closed out a dismal year with lingering concerns about stubbornly hot inflation and a potential recession. The S&P 500 fell 0.7% as of 12.01 Eastern Time. The index, which is considered a benchmark for the broader market by investors, is on track to end 2022 with a 20% loss. That would mark its worst loss since the financial crisis 14 years ago. The NASDAQ composite fell 0.7% and is on track for a much steeper annual loss of 33.5%. The index is faring much worse this year because it is heavily made up of technology stocks. Cryptocurrency entrepreneur Sam Bankman-Fried walked out of a Manhattan courthouse Thursday with his parents after they agreed to sign a $250 million bond and keep them at their California home while he awaits trial on charges that he swindled investors and looted customer deposits on his FTX trading platform. Assistant U.S. Attorney Nicholas Roos said in federal court that Bankman Freed, 30, perpetrated a fraud of epic proportions. Roos proposed strict bail terms, including the $250 million bond, which he said is believed to be the largest federal pretrial bond ever, and house arrest at his parents' home in Palo Alto. An important reason for allowing bail was that Bankman Freed, who had been jailed in the Bahamas, agreed to be extradited to the U.S., Roos said. South Korea's military confirmed it test-fired a solid-fueled rocket Friday after its unannounced launch triggered brief public scare of a suspected 
UFO appearance or a North Korean missile launch. The defense ministry said in a statement that the rocket launch was part of its efforts to build a space-based surveillance capability and bolster its defense posture. It said it didn't notify the general public of the launch in advance because it involved sensitive military security issues. Twisty tendril of vapor in white to red ombre could be seen snaking behind a bright white light in parts of South Korea's sky Friday evening. South Korean social media and internet sites were abuzz with messages by citizens who said they saw a soaring object, rainbow-colored vapor trail. Best of 2022, right after this. I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you prevent wildfires. Dude, I've got this. I've been camping since I was five years old. But I am a camping influencer. You know what? I'll bet you five bucks. Assistant Smokey, what is the best way to put out a campfire? To put out a campfire, drown with water, stir, drown again. Then make sure the fire is out cold by feeling with the back of your hand. Wait, really? I'll take the five bucks. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Happy Thanksgiving from Arbitrage. Welcome to Arbitrage Extra. As you're sitting down to your Thanksgiving meal or going out to eat with friends or just staying at the house like me, always remember that someone had a hand in what you eat, what you wear, what you live in, what you drive. Someone had a hand in that. Paul Harvey had a lot to say about thankfulness and about the people who bring you the food that's on your table now. Paul Harvey Arendt, born in 1918, died in 2009, was an American radio broadcaster for ABC News Radio. He broadcast news and comment on mornings and middays, on weekdays and at noon on Saturdays, and also his famous The Rest of the Story segments after that. From 1951 to 2008, his programs reached as many as 24 million people per week. Paul Harvey News was carried on 1,200 radio stations, on 400 American Forces Network stations, and in 300 newspapers. How do I know Paul Harvey? Well, climbing into my dad's 1967 Ford F-100, powder blue, manual steering with four on the floor, I would eagerly climb into his truck to help him with his day, and we would listen to news and commentary. I want to take you back to that time, back in the 80s, when I would do that with my dad. Here's Paul Harvey with So God Made a Farmer on 600 at WREC AM. CBS News. And on the eighth day, God looked down on his planned paradise and said, I need a caretaker. So God made a farmer. God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. 
I need somebody with arms strong enough to wrestle a calf and yet gentle enough to deliver his own grandchild. Somebody to call hogs, tame cantankerous machinery, come home hungry, have to wait lunch until his wife's done feeding visiting ladies, then tell the ladies to be sure and come back real soon and mean it. So God made a farmer. God said I need somebody willing to sit up all night with a newborn colt and watch it die and dry his eyes and say maybe next year. I need somebody who can shape an axe handle from a persimmon sprout, shoe a horse with a hunk of car tire, who can make harness out of hay wire feed sacks and shoe scraps, who planting time and harvest season will finish his 40-hour week by Tuesday noon and then pain in from tractor back put in another 72 hours. So God made a farmer. God had to have somebody willing to ride the ruts at double speed to get the hay in ahead of the rain clouds and yet stop in midfield and race to help when he sees the first smoke from a neighbor's place. So God made a farmer. God said, I need somebody strong enough to clear trees and heave bales, yet gentle enough to yean lambs and wean pigs and tend the pink-combed pullets who will stop his mower for an hour to splint the broken leg of a meadowlark. It had to be somebody who'd plow deep and straight and not cut corners, somebody to seed, weed, feed, breed, and rake, and disc, and plow, and plant, and tie the fleece, and strain the milk, and replenish the self-feeder, and finish a hard week's work with a five-mile drive to church. Somebody who'd bail a family together with the soft, strong bonds of sharing, who would laugh and then sigh and then reply with smiling eyes when his son says that he wants to spend his life doing what dad does. So God made a farmer. I'm sure you can tell, but I really enjoyed putting that together for Thanksgiving this year. Reminds me of my dad. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this, but my family has been farmers uh, from my dad to my granddad to my great-grandfather. And it uh, just reminded me of who they were and what they had to go through to get some of the things to us that we needed. Maybe stuff that we take for granted sometimes. It's nice to understand where that comes from. Thanks for letting me share that with you. More after this. To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen! By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Every once in a while, Royce gets displaced. Uh, He's on a trip somewhere, or he's just under the weather. And I try to... And I try to give him a break sometimes, too. And this is one of those times with Ari Keenan, my blogging partner in crime. I am excited because I have my friends in studio this week. One of them, including our chief analytics officer and also my blogging partner in crime, Mrs. Ari Keenan. And she's with me right now. Hi, Ari. Hello, thanks for having me. Um, some of you probably remember me as Ari Walter, and I upgraded earlier this year to uh, wife. So there you go. A different person now. So apparently, uh, the UK is talking about a four day work week. That sounds fun. 
Yeah, so it's actually not the UK as a whole, but a hundred different companies in the UK have decided that they are going to attempt a four-day, 32-hour workday. Um, obviously, there are some pros and there's going to be some cons to that. So I guess we'll see what happens there. Yeah, yeah. So they haven't been the only people who have done this, right? Uh, so kind of. There was a study done I, over the whole country of Sweden where um, they attempted to adjust hours such that their workers were in office less. Um, I cannot do math quickly right now, but I want to say that on average it was like six and a half hours in the office per day instead of the traditional eight. Um, and that was still a five-day work week too, by the way. Yes. Yes, yeah. it was still a five-day work week. They were just cutting hours back to see, okay, is this going to increase morale? And when I mean, it really didn't. And so that didn't work out too well? No, no. And they did this for 24 months. And they saw a decrease in morale and, and a decrease in uh, work. So not only are these companies in the UK doing a 32-hour work week, but they're also cutting a full day with this. Uh, so it's, it's a four-day work week, which means you know, you get three days of a weekend. That doesn't sound bad to me. Uh, you know, it depends on your situation. Uh, so circling back to other places that have done this, there have been other small companies in Europe who have attempted this. And for the most part, they saw success. But, you know, you're talking about, you know, less than 200 people <laughs> that you're dealing with, all right. of which are salary. Now you got to think about your hourly employees. They have to make up that time. You also have to think about the adjustments for childcare that people have to make and other activities that are planned that people typically do um, along with that, that extra day. So as much as it sounds great without proper planning and uh, you know understanding your employee situation, it may not work out the way that we're thinking it will. Well, as all good things happen here, uh, we, we kind of pioneered the five-day, 40-hour work week, uh, something called the Labor Standards Act, the Fair Labor Standards Act, which uh, established a 40-hour a work week. And um, we'll see what happens at 32. I guess we'll be taking a look at this and see, uh, see how it works out. And uh, we'll talk more about it on the Arbitrage blog at arbitragetrade.com forward slash blog, where you can read more from Miss Ari. Thanks for being with me. Of course. Ari, always great to have you with us. And I have a secret. I'm not going to tell it right now, but we're probably going to hear a lot more from Ari back after this. Sometimes I just cannot believe all the storms we've gone through here. I can only hope that we'll be able to leave this house to you one day, baby. You're our legacy. Planning for these disasters will make sure we're safe. And it's the best way to protect that legacy. You know what? We should make an emergency communication plan. That way we're ready this year. At my dorm, we have emergency kits for earthquakes and wildfires, but I'm sure there's something more local I can send you with the link. Okay, smart. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Protect your legacy. Visit ready.gov forward slash plan for the tools and tips you need to start your emergency preparedness plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Let me brag on our arbitrage team for a second here. Monday, I had this idea. Thursday, we had it in a can, and it took 12 different people, a very, very accommodating Ed Bell, and also some relatives of some people to put this all together. That's why it's one of my favorite things that we did this year, and why I had to include it in our 2022 recap. This is Twas the Night Before Christmas by Arbitrage and Family. "'Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were all nestled snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads, and Mama in her kerchief and me in my cap had just settled down for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from the bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window, I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters, and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave the luster of midday to objects below, when what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With a little old driver, so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen, to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up on the housetop the coursers they flew, with the sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my hand and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry, his cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. 
His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard of his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk and laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. A very special thank you to the man on the keys, Mr. Ed Bell, for playing the Vince Guaraldi classic, Christmas Time is Here. That's uh, on Charlie Brown Christmas, by the way, in case you were wondering. The poem, Twas the Night Before Christmas, was written by Clement Clark Moore, a biblical scholar and writer in 1823. Originally, it was titled A Visit from St. Nicholas. Our poem tonight could not be possible without the huge help of these people appearing in order. Emerson Hollis, Callie Goldsby, Ari Keenan, David Grantham, Darius Hankins, Caroline Hollis, Greg Wong, Madeline, and Josephine Chandler, Wells Grant, Royce also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. So take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. So no secret here, I am not smart when it comes to uh, finances and retirement. I know one man who is, Mr. Royce Wells. He comes in every once in a while, and he imparts this amazing wisdom onto me. So uh, I picked this clip because it talks about retirement and a recession with Mr. Royce Wells. Here we go. Royce, we're a few years away from retirement. Can we say that? Um, yes. Hopefully, uh, fewer and then more. Me closer <laughs> than you, but uh, are you sure? Yeah, actually. Okay. Well, if you're sure, you're three years younger than me. This is true. Kind of shocking. Want to work forever? Kind of shocking, actually. Hey, but it happens. <laughs> yeah. Taking <laughs> taking a look at retirement right now could be a scary thing because. Uh, most of retirement plans, 401ks and things like that, they're based on what the stock market does. Yeah, about that. Yeah, 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 about that. <laughs> um, you know, you buy stocks because you think that corporate profits will increase. And, you know, every so often, you know, investors get optimistic. And that kind of gets wrapped up in your retirement plan sometimes, right? Yeah. So I'm going to tell you a fun fact. Okay. Right. 401k plans. How old do you think a 401k plan is? Uh, right around 40, 45 years. So our generation is the first one that's going to actually have a 401k? Seriously? 
Yeah. Seriously. Okay. So that means our parents did not have a 401k. Know that their parents before them have a 401k. And basically that was to get people to invest more into the stock market and basically invest in companies and do all that good stuff. So, okay. So what is AARP saying about all of that? Well, what they're basically saying, and you can read more about this on arbitragetrade.com. Our blog has all this information, but we are not financial advisors. So we're, we're turning to AARP to talk about this. Uh, first of all, they say that we are definitely in a bear market. Uh, by definition, it's a 20% decline from the recent market high. So taking a look at uh, S&P 500, and that sort of thing. It looks like it entered the bear cave around June 13th. Uh, um, this year? Of this year. Oh, impressive. Of this year. And uh, it looks like the NASDAQ, uh, March 2022, the, DJ, uh, the Dow Jones, excuse me, joined the party around September 26th. Okay. Um, the, so the, late to the party, but uh, definitely fireworks. Got yeah. It. Well, I mean, there, there's been carnage, right? Uh, oh, yeah, definitely carnage. Netflix, for example, 68%. Uh, online payment company PayPal down 70%. Moderna, which is a shocking thing considering what Moderna does, 72% down. Oh, wow. Right? So, so there's no one cause for a bear market. Uh, but they're saying, hey, you know... It's it's not over yet, and that's the truth. Uh, bear markets have a tendency to uh, recover around three and a half years, and this is not the worst bear market that we've had. Yeah. We had a bear market in 08. We had a bear market in uh, in 01. You know, on and on and well, on and there on. Well, there have been other bear markets. Yeah, there have been other been bear markets. Faster than that. Right, right, right. 2015 right. and 2016 and... Right before COVID nineteen, I mean, there's there's been tons of bear markets, but basically they snapped back and we were able to basically pull up out of them before they get really bad. Right, right. So basically, what AARP is saying that if you're if you're planning on retiring within the next fifteen years or so, which we're about twenty years away, if you think about it, yep. Um, keep socking money away in your retirement plan in the same proportions that you have been most like i said the average bear recovers in three and a half years so just hang in there basically. so you're hibernating that's sounds it sounds like a plan that's it more after this on arbitrage news 2022 in review what is dedication my daughter is biological and my son is adopted i love them both so much from the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night and every moment in between. I think a parent's job is to protect our children, but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. In the modern era of recording and podcasting, it's hard to capture an error because it's easy to just stop the tape and roll it back and cut it out. Used to, you'd have to go into a studio and you had a reel-to-reel. -reel and basically, you would have to take the, take the tape off the reel. You would have to stretch it across what we call a block. And you'd have to take a razor blade and literally cut the error out of what you were saying. Or you would just have to redo the entire thing. As we record these things... 
things happen, you know, mispronunciations, things like that. My goodness, you will notice uh, when I do a, a reading, I pause sometimes at people's names because I am horrible at it. Nothing against those people. It is just ridiculously hard for me to pronounce people's names. I don't understand why. It's just something that happens. And a lot of things happen in the studio. Here's a recent news read that I did. Oh boy. Winter storm wreaks havoc. Nope, that's not the right second one at all. Josh, you didn't write it, so you need to write it right now. Winter storm wreaks havoc. Meta pays up on privacy and your Monday pick. Arbitrage News Daily starts right now. Good morning. Here's your Arbitrage News Daily for Monday, December. Not the right date, Josh. Thank you. As people in western New York deal with massive... The deep freeze from a deadly winter storm that walloped much of the United States will continue into the week as people in western New York deal with massive snow drifts that snarled emergency vehicles and travelers across the country. What the... What did I write there? The deep freeze from a deadly winter storm that walloped much of the United States will continue into the week as people in western New York deal with massive snowdrifts that snarled emergency vehicles and travelers across the country. What? Facebook's corporate parent has agreed to pay $725 million to settle a lawsuit alleging the world's largest social media platform allowed millions of its users' personal information to be fed to Cambridge Analytica. The terms of this settlement reach... <laughs> terms of the settlement reached by Meta Platforms, the holding pla platform... The holding platform, the platform... Terms of the settlement reached by Meta Platforms, the holding company for Facebook and Instagram, were disclosed in a court document. In a court document, court documents filed. Mm. Terms of the settlement reached by Meta Platforms were disclosed in court documents filed late Thursday. Your Monday pick provides e-commerce solutions to brand partners in the People's Republic of China. The company offers IT infrastructure setup and integration. Nope, that's too long. Have you checked out Arbitrage? You'll thank me and so will your wallet. Go now, arbitragetrade.org. Seriously, why are you still here? Go. Go on, get. Get out of here. Go on. Hey, in all seriousness. <laughs> hey, seriously, thanks for listening to us throughout this year, and we hope that you have a nice and prosperous uh, 2023. We'll see you Monday for Arbitrage News Daily. Have a great day. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is a privately held market research company. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is solely responsible for the preparation and distribution of the content of this podcast. The opinions offered in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to be investment advice. Seek a duly licensed professional for investment advice. For more information about the informational research and services offered by Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, please visit Arbitrage 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 